Hello and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman. I'm here with Marina Hansen. How you doing, Marina? Hey, Billy. I'm doing well. Thanks so much for recording this podcast with me. Thanks for having me on your show. It's cool. We had a couple different photographs here we could talk about today. Some of the photos that we had from uh, from like that last trap trip that we did out to Eastern Oregon and some of the stuff in Plush and like the Heart Mountain area. And then we had like another old photograph that I was going to talk about that I just posted the other day up on Instagram. And I think I posted that one out too. But I've been working on like this new system and I, I think you and I had talked about it a few times. And I'll probably explain it more or we'll talk. Maybe this is kind of what the podcast will be as I was talking about like the different photos that we put up over the day. But I've been trying to figure out a way of making it more of a set of photographs or like a, like a limited number of images that are, that are closer to my top portfolio. And then I like rotate through those faster. And I know you and I talked about that a bunch, but that's what I'm going to try and, and start doing more with the photos that I post. Yeah, I think that's a cool idea. I notice other photographers doing that on uh, different sites like Instagram. That's what I see a bit too. Yeah, is, is a, a shorter section of photographs that they rotate through. I've seen a few photo- photographers top images like a handful of times, like they're remarketing those images again. And I kind of want to try and do a similar type of thing where, if uh, if you're seeing my pictures today and each day, you'll see one of my best pictures. That'll kind of run through. And yeah. then there'll be some other pictures too. That's sort of the idea. You know, something like that. But I've been kind of writing about it a little bit and trying to figure out like which like which order to do. But I want to try and include more of these podcast links. I want to try and have some of those in the rotation of stuff more that go out into the, the social media run of content that we're trying to put out. I could substantiate one a day there's probably a link to something else on youtube that could be one a day or a link to somewhere on a website sometime once a day but most everything else i want to be like a like a cool photograph a handful of them of like a top 200 list is what i'm making a bunch of that is your photos really i'm trying to take a bunch of the photographs that you've taken the cool pictures of billy working with the camera yeah. or billy doing something outside or doing little stuff that's behind the scenes of making other little pictures and i'm trying to include those things too and have a bunch of it be like one of these pictures a day that you'll see is like kind of behind the scenes doing something with camera stuff or working with whatever. And then other ones are like cool pictures that we've made. Other ones are like ones that we're making right now. You know, that kind of thing. But yeah. Be cool. I think it's a cool way to have it uh, broken up. I've been trying have, to have like more yeah. content going out, but more variety. I want the I want it to be tighter. Is sort of the whole idea, like where it's it, whatever, like I'm trying to create or whatever kind of communication I'm making. I want that to be like a tighter, more developed sort of thing. I really like the amount of stuff that we put out. I really like that. Like I like how how full or like how many photos that we've been able to put up. Like on Mastodon, that social networking service that we've been messing around with. Like going through and just seeing like, oh, I have like 600 really good very postable photos ready to go just from all that all the work i've been doing over the last year or two years so it was cool taking all that and just flooding that other that new service with a ton of content or a ton of the new photos that we have it was just really neat to be able to do that because we have like you know so many picked out so many edited and so i want to kind of go through that and i want to pare it down to new stuff and the best stuff <coughs> excuse me uh but the, the newest stuff and the best stuff and i want to try and roll that off over the year Right. If that makes a little bit of sense, like sort of like uh, other artists would kind of do that where they'd, they'd work on one kind of topic a lot for a year and they'd make something out of that. And then they kind of shift and move a little bit and then sure, kind of continue on in like a, a different thing. Yeah. Something like that, maybe. But at least uh, we talked about it a bit, too, where we just kind of want to like focus in on whatever art angle we're sort of growing on during mm-hmm. that time. 
and get better at that, make a lot of stuff in that, and then kind of, I don't know, wrap it up or you're just whatever it feels time that you're going to be moving on and like doing some other kind of creative thing, kind of get into that again and build a bunch of stuff in that. But I want to try and do more of that, you know, where we go through and we sort of shift like our creative perspective a little bit or just some of the things that we're working on. So we make like different different types of choices, make new types of photographs, see new places. That seems to be a big part of the diversity of a portfolio. Yeah, it seems to be all the difference is getting out, getting yeah. to be able to be out in in those places. Yeah, it seems like that's a big part of it. I really want to make sure that we're able to, we're able to see a bunch of places this uh, this springtime. It'd be cool. But one of the places we saw this was two years ago. This was during a period really where. Uh, it was hard for us to get around or it was hard for us to like uh, to go see a ton of things and I and I had less equipment than I would have had maybe at other times too because I know that the digital camera that I had was the autofocus stuff was all kind of messed up it wasn't really working anymore and it wasn't really that great to begin with and that was during a period where I was shooting a ton of film it was in 2014 in the springtime and I was shooting with that N80 that we were talking about maybe in the last podcast maybe in another podcast but uh, that N80 film camera with a 50 millimeter lens and, and that's what i shot this photograph of the fox glove with and that's one that i put up on instagram just a, a day or so ago uh, but that was a really pretty photograph and i loved that drive that we took i think it had ektar film in the camera at the time which i grant a lot of the really nice color representation and those cool green blues in the background probably came from like some good film stock but it was really cool how how close we got to such a pretty picture with that and which is such simple equipment i mean maybe that's like two hundred dollars worth of slr equipment and it's really some or one of my favorite photographs still yeah and, I, and a handful of those other images were from that n80 and and like a pretty simple set of prime lenses with wide apertures that's all i was using so it's kind of cool I, I really like that image and and uh, i think it's been one of the images that i've got the most compliments on or the most comments and and I like, oh yeah, that picture of the whatever thing. I like that one, but it's cool. I, I liked it. I posted it just because it has such a springtimey feel to it. I think this was taken in June, so we have just a little bit more before the foxglove bloom in the hills around here. I've already started to see a little bit of the Oregon grape. Have you seen that? Like the the yellow flowering plant. Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah the Oregon grape. I think it's the does. Oregon State flower. It is. That's cool, but we're gonna see a ton more of it. Probably like, well, I, you know, this year's been so wet, so I'm not really sure what the weather's going to do. But we're going to see a ton more of that too on the on the, the the ground covering on the land side or the the mountain side. It's cool as you start to drive through some of this coastal range over here, you see a ton of that kind of flower. But that'll be kind of cool too. We should try and get some photographs of that before the foxglove comes in. Yeah, that's a fun one to see when you're driving through kind of cool mountain road areas. I like I like seeing it a lot too. You see it in uh, in a lot of places. It seems to stand out a bit where there's been clear cutting before. You know where a lot of the mm. trees have been removed, and there's some ground covering that's coming up in that in the area over it. Uh, but you see a lot of that Oregon grape kind of covering and filling in a lot of sections of the landscape. You see it around here in town too, and you look up on the hillside, and the, the flowers are so yellow and vibrant they just really stand out. But it's cool, like how white and pink and purple and magenta those foxglove flowers can be. When they're in bloom in the springtime yeah they're really beautiful they're a cool flower i hope that we get a lot of it this year given how wet it's been how, how much moisture there's going to be uh or you know how, how well fed they'll be with water at least some of these foxglove plants on the side of the hills because i know that's a big problem or you know their bloom ends when 
their hydration and so i'm hoping <laughs> that we get <laughs> more uh more spring flowers this year at least given with all this rain right you gotta but make up for it with i hope it makes up for it a little bit but it was a really pretty photo i like that one a bunch that was a pretty one uh the other photo that i put up was one of you marina it was a new one uh that uh, i had worked on a little bit and it was pretty cool it was uh, shot with the 80 to 400 with the d3 and that was when we were hiking around out on the coyote hills it was a really pretty evening i love like going out and taking pictures during that time too because we had the the rolling clouds kind of moving through and it's a really pretty thing in oregon in the springtime where we have different layers different strata clouds and they kind of have different characteristics like the lower ones from the from the higher ones and just the way that they look but it's cool in this set case because you see the different like colors of light that are in those different layers of clouds like we saw a few times out there in the evening as the sun would shine through there'd be some that were shaded some that were lit or some that were higher that were like denser like bigger rain clouds mm -hmm. that were floating over and then other ones that underneath it would be like white and more puffy but it was cool kind of seeing those different dynamics especially like in that time lapse that we put together oh, right, we just shot it right. on the iphone but you look at it and you see the kind of the way that the clouds sort of move in hit the mountain and sort of build up or break apart it's just really interesting to see the weather pattern move when you don't quite notice it as it's moving slowly by you yeah i i really appreciated that about this trip just how beautiful all of the elements in the sky were yeah it was, it was really cool. it was a very pretty part you know there's a lot of color in the land too and uh, and i appreciate like anytime that there's a lot of clouds out i, I kind of like that the most when we get like a low angled sun mm -hmm. and a lot of clouds because that's when you get the most unique colors in the sky all right so when Definitely. you get like big big elements big uh unique phenomena of sunsets in the sky that's what that's like one of the best things to photograph because it really doesn't exist anytime after that you know it's only like a few minutes and it's only like that really that one time in a lot of ways. So it's always, it seems like a special kind of one-off thing in photography and, and landscape photography specifically to sort of have that as an element that you're able to bring in to the photograph or make you know, more unique in it. That's one thing I always feel is really special. When it really works is when there's some cool phenomena going on in the sky that you get to capture only for a few minutes or only from the spot in a certain way. I think that's really cool. But it seemed like we got a good bit of that when we were out there. Like, like there's a few of them that I have that's like, the ground and you just see that sort of springtime storm system as it goes up thousands of feet really you know over the over the top of heart mountain but you really seem to see the scale yeah. out there in eastern oregon as it goes up and you see the way that the light is as it's really dark underneath and you can only imagine that the light's just being blocked by that huge like thousands of feet of cloud as it comes down to the bottom there where it's really dark and wet and blue looking it's cool but it's really neat to see but i have a few photos of that where you see like all the the Con or just the way that the storm cloud looks as it goes up but as the sun's hitting it from the side angle and you see the rim rock of the mountain of uh, of heart mountain over there it's cool it's really cool yeah it was a beautiful trip it was great getting to getting to be out for that evening when it, everything just seemed to line up perfectly with the yeah. light and there being a lot of cool clouds around but it wasn't clouds that were raining on us you know that's <laughs> something that you get in march a bit where you get a few different opportunities and we're, we saw a few different types of weather on that trip too where it was hailing on us it was raining on us it was clouded out or it was blown out so there's a few different times where it was pretty tough it's kind of silly but <laughs> we had a few good nice evenings too and then you get those textured kind of stormy skies in, in the springtime where the weather seems to change every 25 minutes so it was really pretty yeah we had we had a really nice sunset i think maybe two of those nights yeah and it was cool this early in march too the the sage brushes really well hydrated this year especially probably because there's so much water 
And there seems to be a lot more water in that area than there have been in other years past. You know, like this year's a heavier water year for Eastern Oregon than, than other, other past years. Like when we drove by that, that lake or that, that uh, dried marsh. Right. The, there's a lot of water there. Now we recognize now that it's really more of a seasonal area that it's dry. Like it is dry for a section of the year, but mm-hmm. a section of the year in the wet time of year, it is wet. Seems like every year. But man, this year it seems like it's way more wet. Like or there's water all the way up to the rim of the road. Yeah. Which I'd never really seen or, or really even seen sign of that there had been that much water up there. So it seems like there's a lot more water. Like there's other parts where you drive through and there's like water kind of like on both sides of the road in this like lowland section out there. Do you remember that? We drove through there. But it's interesting. You, you see like it's kind of a pond and it's got like a little pipe, like a culvert pipe that goes underneath the road that kind of right. connects the two. It's just sort of the, the way that the shape of the land is and naturally collected water there. So they had to deal, do something about it. But you see where most of the time it's pretty far back from the road and in the past i'd really almost never seen anything there like in the summertime you drive by there's no water oh, yeah, at all there absolutely yeah but right now it's like almost an acre almost full. of water yeah on both <laughs> sides right up right up to the road yeah right up to the road so it's like it's just weird how seasonally it could be a lot different especially years like that one or this when there's a lot of water it was really interesting yeah just completely different i remember the first time that yeah. you took me out in that area and it was the most dry that I'd ever seen in that area. Oh, and, uh, yeah, right? That was, that was this time. That was a week from now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> in perspective. Yeah, that yeah, and that was bone yeah, was dry right at the time. Year. We, like, walked all the way out. We were digging. Or, you know, we drove the truck yeah, out to the, the center of it. it. Yeah. It was just dust. We, like, reached, yeah. Way different than what it is right <laughs> now. Yeah, it's just water. It was mud up until the road. It was kind of, like, was. tough to walk around, and it was so wet. <laughs> yeah, I had to go around the edges. Yeah. So that was yeah, it's interesting just how different it is this year. Uh but I think that's the same way for like Heart Mountain Lake and a few of those other lakes down there that I was learning a bit about and I'd I'd heard about it in the past and like the same with the Alvor Desert, that Playa Desert that we that we talked about that we have some photos of. When we were camping out at the Coyote Hills, that was sort of the the rim of what used to be an old lake that I think was left over from from the Ice Age. Like after the after the Pleistocene era, but I'm confused about this too. I really need to learn about my my old geology and old geography. But it was interesting, like looking at the landscape and how we had learned about, uh, like on Heart Mountain when you when you look out, there's like a little plaque that says like this used to be the high water line of an old lake that was here ten thousand years ago, and now it's gone, right? And you can see when you look at a map too that that would be like the the low lying section of a water basin where it fill up. A lot of water I would hold there and as you look across Oregon you see where eastern Oregon which is now just high desert would have once been like a, a whole bunch of really big lakes connected with each other with like pretty small spaces in between it's just interesting how how different that land is now it's really interesting it was cool looking at the maps with you and kind of getting to see that more and you yeah. can you can see it when you're out there too yeah, you can kind of tell really when you're can. when you're thinking about it you go oh yeah that yeah. That is where the edge of this giant lake. Where we were would have been above water, but down lower, like on the road, and then like down just a little bit back, I think there's a few pictures that kind of illustrate it. That would have been the high water mark of the old lake. It's just so strange that it would have been that whole area out there it used to be water. <laughs> and then if you think about like that, and then down in Nevada, it's the same sort of landscape where you see all these old remnants where there was water there, but there's really no water system to get water there it's really strange but it's it's interesting like how there are deposits there all over this section of uh 
of the Northwest. You see stuff up in the, like the Columbia River Gorge too, like the old remnants of that. But it was just really strange seeing that out there. And it was cool walking around on the Rim Rock when we were taking photos out there that evening. But it was cool. I liked taking that picture. It was, uh, it was like a compressed photo with like the 400 millimeter. I was zoomed in on the, with the D3. And I took like a handful of pictures. The picture of you. And in this picture that I posted up on Instagram, I like it. The little like parallels. I've been trying to work on that as I'm shooting. I'm trying to like come back and have like parallels of arms or like be like kind of focused on the, the gait of someone's step. Yeah. And like how they move. But I've been trying to focus on that a bit. I remember the first time I noticed it was way back. I think it was in when I was in high school or something. And I was watching one of the photographers that worked for the newspaper that came out to photograph one of the events, sort of take photographs right at like a certain position in the motion. I, mean, I think it was, a, it was a person practicing the cello. And it was at a certain time when they would pull pull the string out and their elbow to a certain point. That's like the time they would take the picture every time. And that was the first time I kind of had the concept of like, oh, okay, like I need to like pay attention to like the shape of it mm-hmm. or like how it's shaped. And like they only want to take the picture when it comes to the shape that they want to get, but they really don't want to get like this one, or, you know, whatever, whatever off gesture it is that right. they're making with their body. They want like the one that's at like the, the max, like the height of the action. It's interesting how that was, but it was, I remember like kind of thinking about that a little bit and then thinking about it a bit here with this photo of you like walking around where your arms are. There's a couple of other ones that are coming up too where I've been trying to work on like moving the camera to like find different parallels and stuff. That's cool. Trying to focus on line. It's helped a lot. Yeah, that's a good thing to pay attention to. Or it's, it's an interesting part of the photo because it really does make all of the difference for it. If yeah. a person's leg or arm is in a weird or just off spot. Yeah. And the photo like, really doesn't work all the way or it's not complete. Yeah. Line is a big part feeling. of it. Line's a huge part of photography or of just like putting a photograph together that I'm trying to like work on more of, of sort of manipulating myself and my position to try and figure out like how to how to line things up or how to make sort of um just just lines. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, indescript, uh, indescript kind of use of diagonals or something to kind of give focus to a section of the photograph. I see that in a couple of photographs that I, that, that worked out pretty well. Like there's one of the camp that I took that I, I, I like oh, the, the shape. I know just the, yeah, the sh- some of those are kind of interesting, but I've been trying to work on that a little bit, which is really just sort of basic stuff a lot of the time, but it's better. And it's probably helping me out, uh, from sort of a rut of some of the landscape stuff that I have, where it's a lot of really cool landscapes sort of cut right in half. If you can imagine, there's some like horizon line right about the middle of the thing, and it's sort of cool, sort of colored stuff above, and cool sort of colored stuff below. But it's sort of this half and half line that cuts mm-hmm. through a lot of photos. Can be a lot of landscape photos that are like a lake or something like that. There's a bunch of those, but there's just some sort of concept of a of like a horizon line that I'm trying to break up. I'm trying to use uh, different sort of uh, like shapes or tones or, or kind of uh, I don't know, just any kind of compositional element. That I use that sort of breaks up that horizontal flat, like two-dimensional plane that I'm photographing. I want to try and get more of that three-dimensional sweep or draw or like, uh, like vanishing point too. It'll be tough. It's all right though. It's kind of fun putting together a different little photo- photography thing. And thanks for being a little model in my picture, Marina. Hey, thanks for taking such a cool photo of me. I really like this one. I like the compression of it that you can see. Of just oh, yeah. The huge heart mountain. It makes such a big difference. That's how you really get it. You got to have compression. You got to be kind of far away. You got to be using a mm-hmm. lot of compression. 
and sort of a, a wide angle of view which means you gotta be like a quarter mile away but that's it's so cool though when you get that that's what it i really does. like is how how it just really pulls the shape of heart mountain up where and you really get that immenseness that it seems like you see with your eye mm-hmm. or at least you perceive with your eye like wow that's big that's tall but when you take a picture of it, it's just so flat and thin you know and that's why I, yeah i really like this picture of like how it just kind of rises up beside you but it looks like a big tall mountain it's cool yeah it's very cool i, I really huge. like the photos that i took with the telephoto out there oh too. yeah it was cool i'm really glad we saw that one i think it's been pretty uh, cool me too it's a cool one thanks for going on little trips to take pictures with me thank you so much i loved that trip it was really cool getting to be in a kind of different spot out there oh yeah sure. i'm glad I that really we got to go it. to a different spot and uh and check out a few different things it was really it was really fun like just setting up our own dispersed campsite going around checking things I out i loved it yeah that's my favorite thing to do it's so yeah. cool that you can just drive out there and set up really wherever you want to it's and so then cool. hike around wherever you want to yeah i really like um, that part really of it too and, it. and that it's really made pretty easy and sagebrush out there and in that type of landscape but there's a ton of that out there that i want to go around and explore with you me too yeah i want to get back out there again for another trip soon Ooh, i want to get back out there pretty soon too but Marina, thanks so much for doing this podcast. Thanks for having me on your show, Billy. I'm glad we did some little recording tonight. It's been pretty fun. It's been pretty cool. So, on behalf of Marina Hanson, my name is Billy Newman, and thank you guys very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. <laughs>